Hello, beautiful humans. We got Dan here as usual. You're always here. And then we got Ty J. Yes, what's popping, y'all? Let me turn my phone off. Let me turn my phone off. This is very dope. You're so polite, and that is so appropriate. Yeah. Thank you. How does he sound over there, Dan? Sound good. D- Dan approves. That's how <laughs> you know. So where yeah. are you from? I'm from a small town in uh, Jeffersonville, uh, or a small town in Indiana called Jeffersonville. Um, you know, not really too much is popping over there, so from the middle of nowhere, basically, to be honest. It's it's close to Louisville, Kentucky, so. Uh, so a lot of stuff hop, hop, Yeah, a lot uh, of stuff popping there, but not too much is going on where I'm from. Popping and hopping in Louisville. Popping <laughs> and hopping. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say, dude. Popping and hopping. So... Splash is the record that is hitting everybody's radar. We'll obviously dive into it. But can you explain your style of music? Because you sing, you talk. It's kind of is it rap? Is it what what is it? Can you just Um I don't like I don't like to put myself in a, a category, like a box. Um what? not trying to sound arrogant or no. nothing, but I just love music for what it is. Like ever since I was a young kid, I've always had a passion for it. So when people ask me what kind of music I make, I make Ty James records. I make Ty James music. Um, I think that when you hear my music, you do get a unique, um, you do hear a unique sound. Um, but honestly, I try to keep it as versatile as I can and, you know, say and bring something new to the game, to the industry. So do you sing or do you speak? I sing, I speak, I rap, I do everything, bro. A little bit of everything. A record like Splash, I want to know, like, okay, so you're from Indiana. Yeah. Close to Kentucky. How how do you go from being in Indiana to having a record that is on all the Spotify playlists? Right. It's being played on big radio stations like Kiss FM in Los Angeles. Right. Who realizes this in you? Because based on Spotify, you have some other records out there. Right. But Splash is the one that is right. really taking off. Right. Now, um, you know, my team, my team has a big uh, part of that. You know, you can't make the dream work unless the team work, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I feel like my, my squad has a lot to do with uh, my success as well. Um, but, you know, on my end, I just try to put as much hard work as I can and try to stay consistent. Um, and, you know, that, that, gets, that got me to where I'm at today. If I didn't, if I didn't put the work in and uh, stay consistent, stay focused, I wouldn't be where I'm at and have all these opportunities. So. How does the team find you? Um, off, honestly, they found me randomly. Um, the guys found me randomly, and they found me on a Spotify playlist. Um, I was getting millions really? of streams already, like on Spotify or SoundCloud. Okay. But um, I, I wasn't really popping on anything else, like social media, nothing like that. So um, when they found me, they were like, like, oh, this kid's like talented. And uh, flew me out to New York and, you know what I'm saying, got to meet me and stuff like that. So What what record of their, what record of yours do they listen to first? Um, first, oh, well, he just listened, um, my boy listened from top to bottom. And uh, so the first one he probably heard was Hocus Pocus. It was off. It was off a project that's taken down now, but um, it was a song called Hocus Pocus back when I had it up on uh, streaming platforms. Was that an EP? Was that um, just a collection of different records? It was just a collection of different records. It was honestly just a project that you know I had just started to work on. Um, yeah, it was like a random. I just wanted to put out a project because I, I started to get a little cloud on SoundCloud. So I was like, I want to give somebody you know a way to find me on like a different platform, and uh, Spotify and iTunes. And I didn't have enough. You know money to like you know what i'm saying go pay producers so i found somebody who was like yeah i help you out and they just threw me like 10 beats and i killed them all in one night i literally did the whole project in one night a lot of how people don't that, know like that. How, like a 12 like 
24 hours? Like nah, I finished hours? it. I, well, at the time, I was doing everything for my room. It's before I knew anybody. And uh, I, I'd stayed so consistent and so focused that I had become, like, I'm really good at, like, mixing and, you know, mastering on my own and, like, doing everything on my own. So I finished every song in five hours. What? Yeah. Okay. Ten songs in five hours. But would you say this project, one of the records you said, Hocus Pocus, is it of the same quality as Melodies and Splash? Yeah. What's the biggest? I did, I did Splash in my room. Really? Yeah. The whole thing? The whole song I did in my room. You mastered it from there too? <laughs> from my room. Yeah. Is it? Did you produce it technically? Um, no, it was actually reproduced. Like the the beat was redone, but um, like there's a chill there's a chill mix out. Yes. And the chill mix is the original that I did in my room. Okay. And then uh, the new one, which is more the upbeat tempo that you hear all over the radio, um, that was kind of like you know what I'm saying put together by my team, and uh, by me of course, and we thought it would be really cool to show people you know, we can really go either way with this thing you know. That's fascinating to me very super dope yeah you had the technological just at your fingertips right a lot of people are like oh you gotta master records you gotta have it go through all these different processes well it well it it did take it did take a while to um to get good at what i was doing um you know there was like when i first started doing it on my own i've i've been doing music since i was like eight or eight nine years old um with my father you know so i've been doing this for a while i'm i just turned 20 cool but um you know um when before like two years ago when i was first learning how to do it on my own it was really hard like it was a process but Hmm. you know there are nights i wanted to give up but i didn't and i stayed consistent so anybody that's like listening um i just want to let you know if things are tough right now and uh, you feel like you're in a standstill just keep pushing forward you know that's what i'm all about because if i would have never you know Push through the hard times. I wouldn't be on this couch, no, you know, talking to Zach saying, "You feel me?" We're on the Zach saying <laughs> show. It's your boy Ty James. <laughs> Love. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the plug, bro. Yo, thank yeah, thank you. I, I, sure. But I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I started this radio show from my bedroom too, mm. and there was many moments where you, I could have easily bowed out and just took taken an easier or more socially accepted approach to life. Exactly. But you know, you keep pushing forward, and even getting myself set up like technologically, like. Learning all the equipment and yeah. figuring out how to wire everything. Yeah. It is all a process. It's a process. But you walk away from it a better creator. And I think it's the same thing. You know, there, there's a couple similarities between radio and music, for obvious ones, obviously. But it's the fact that what I think is very much the same. When you do everything and it's all on you, mm. you have to learn every facet of it. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So when it's time for you to you know, allocate different responsibilities to your team, you've done everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah, you know you know your way around. Yeah. It, it, it makes you a better, I just, all-around creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, and it's a beautiful thing, you know? Knowledge is key, and, like, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, like, no matter what happens in life, you can create records on your own. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever needs to want to work with you. I mean, knock on wood, they will, but, like, you facts. never know. Yeah, facts, yeah. I would say, moving forward, are you going to continue doing it yourself, or do you want to work with bigger um, producers? I believe in, I believe in um, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, you can't do everything on your own, and uh, I, I have placed people around me to help me with my craft. Um, I, one thing about me is I don't like to kn- think I know too much. You feel me? And working with other people, you're always gaining new knowledge. And, um, you know, I, of course, I, I'm going to continue to do stuff in my room, you know, but it is cool getting into the studio and working with different engineers, you know, you know, what I'm saying and um, really hearing how they can push your sound and make it way better than what you ever thought it could be. So um, there's a lot of talented engineers out there. There's 
way better than me, of course. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the greatest engineer. Like, I can do my thing, but, yeah. It's good to get, like, a, a second set of ears or additional sets of ears that yeah. have experience. I get it. Yeah. It pushes you, and you learn things. Yep. Is Melodies, was that done in, in a real recording studio that wasn't um, your house? I think a couple songs, like maybe three, um, were done. Three or two were done in the studio. All the other ones were done from my room. Can you hear the difference? Um, Yes, because um, when you train your... See, with me, you train your ears. As an artist, you train your ears yeah. um, in the industry to, like, hear certain things. But to the average listener, maybe not. You don't really hear the difference. But for people who are experienced in, like, sonically and like can hear different sounds because they're training their ears to they can definitely hear a huge difference do you feel a difference when you're cutting vocals on something yeah 100 percent. where do you perform better where do you think gives you the better result right um me honestly there is no like i feel like where wherever i'm at i'm going to perform the best i can of course um you don't want to be in the crappiest situation um but um as long as i have a mic and i can and i know my way around different softwares, I mean, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I could be at the studio, I could be at my room, and I, I just want to make the best records, you know, so. So what's the biggest thing you learn from making melodies? Um, the biggest thing I learned uh, was just myself, and that's with all my music. Every song, I feel like I learned something new about myself. So what you, like. you learn about yourself? I learned that, you know what I'm saying, I'm not really in a box. So I tell everybody, like, when they ask me what kind of music I make now, before, I would tell them, you know, I do that, that, that. Now, I'm like, I make Ty James records because it's versatile. It's not, nothing sounds the same. You know, it's all different. And it's very, like, I'm only 20 years old and I have a lot growing to do. But I feel like at my age, I'm very, um, um, advanced. Zach Show. Hey, I'm really sorry to do this. Real quick, Macari, cool app. If you want to make some extra money, if you want to clear up space in your house, use this app to sell your stuff. 300,000 positive reviews on this thing. It's legit a mint, okay? 100,000 items get listed on Mercari every day. They don't mess around. Um, I got to read you something. I'm really sorry. Uh, what are you waiting for? I know you've got stuff to sell. You don't use it, so sell it, ship it, and get paid with Mercari. It's a legit app. It, it makes sense to use if you're looking to sell something. Use Mercari. Uh, it's on the app stores, all of them, or on Mercari.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari, the selling app. 100,000 items get listed from all 50 states every day. People obviously use Mercari for a reason. So if you want to sell something, if you want to buy something, it's so freaking easy. Mercari. Now back to the conversation he came for. Zach Show. Did you not realize... The potential of sounds you were capable of creating until after <laughs> Melodies was um, done? Uh, in a way, yes, because now I have a bunch of people in my ear who are very, um, very experienced in the game, in the industry. And uh, when I tell them things like I've never had singing lessons, um, they're like, wow. So you don't even know your range, really. You don't know what you can do with your voice. Yeah. You don't know where you can take it. Because once you learn your voice, it's like opportunity is endless. Uh. It's a muscle, man. So, so melodies, people. It's it's this EP is helping me, you know, get in contact with people who are you know higher up in the game, who are putting me on more game. You feel me in a I, way? I understand that. Yeah, yeah but they're helping you unlock potential. Exactly. So that exists. This project's helped me further my career. Splash the lyrics here. I uh, love them. Yeah. <laughs> love them. Thank you, bro. You got a few of them up there in front of you. I mean, my dick long like flagpoles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
That's a fact. No, nah, man. <laughs> Jesus. Look at you. Confidence. No, nah, but, um, you know, I just like to have fun, bro. You know yeah, what I'm so saying? I want to know, like, what goes into writing lyrics like this? Because it's all just, like, fun, kind of, mm-hmm. like, talking about money, it's cars, free. clothes. It's free. It's free, bro. You feel... I feel like music is a way to express yourself, and, you know, you don't want to be too serious. Because once you do that, it becomes a job. And I love this, and I love music, and... I feel like I could write anything in a record and make it my own. You feel me? Like, I just like having, you know, keeping it, keeping it fun. Because if not, it goes from being like fun to being a job. You know what I mean? But, so it is cool to like throw some stuff like that in. But are the re- lyrics like rooted in any sort of reality, or is it just totally off the top of your head, fabricated? Whatever sounds the best. Whatever, whatever I feel. Whatever, as an artist, that's that's something I've been blessed with. Um, I've always been. I've always had a great ear for music and uh i know what works and doesn't work so i know what i like and i don't like so it, it makes the um writing process extremely easy for me but not trying to sound super arrogant but like it's just what it you know what i mean how many different verses or how long did it take you to f- write splash i wrote splash in like 15 minutes i write all my song in like 15 20 minutes did that start with any notes before or did you just sit down and you're like okay i'm gonna write I literally a song. like freestyle maybe or something like that and like then write. I, I literally just literally it's it's literally like you can't. Re- there's no structure. It's literally just what I feel, you know. I mean, you did say they say I got my flow, got that from my dad though, and you Facts. did mention earlier that you used to rap with your mm-hmm. dad. So you are kind right. of telling a little bit of right. Okay, story. so when I say got that from my dad though, all right. So my dad, you know, has been a huge influence on my music. Um, when I was young, you know, I had he he knew I had the ear, you know, for music because he's always seen me like beating on stuff. He gave me a p like I wanted a piano for Christmas one year. I got it. And he, he would always hear me playing it and, like, the notes. I, ca- I can't really read the music, but I can just hear. I can hear when a note is, like, correct, you know? Uh-huh. And that's, like, my dad noticed that. And so he started to, like, put me in, like, he, he's, my dad does music too. So, like, from a young age, I've always been, like, creating with my father, you know? Like, he's been putting me in front of the microphone. And I made my first song with my dad. And when he heard my first record... I remember he was playing it to all his friends, like, yo, you got to hear this. This is crazy. <laughs> He's nine, like, doing this and talking You're... about talking about stuff that I hadn't been through. So he, know, he knew from a very young, he knew from a very early time how talented I was. So he just helped me, he just helped mold me into the person I am. Um, but he just, I just kind of took what he taught me and made it my own. Ten times better than way he tells me he calls me all the time how proud he is and like you took something and made it your own and it's like a hundred times better than what I thought you know what I mean so that's special it's super special and I love my dad and um I had to shout my dad out in the record you know <laughs> what yeah. kind of music does he make in Indiana um what kind of music my dad make yeah yeah my dad used to make music like he used to he used to but when he used to he he's more like a singer not really a rapper my dad's like got a really great voice like can can really sing his act like. Butt off. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Butt off. I didn't want to, you know, I know you guys got to bleep it out. I didn't want you guys to go through, like, you know what I mean? Thanks. <laughs> I'm saving you guys trouble. I'm a good Appreciate guy. That. means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but where would he sing? Church? Around town? Yeah. Um, church, you know. Um, he was in a band. Um, I don't remember the name, really. But um, I know he used to do some stuff with Static Major. Cool. Yeah. Static Major, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he's dude who wrote a lot for Aaliyah. Yeah, I've heard the name before. Yeah, he's from Louisville. My dad moved to Louisville and met him and stuff oh, wow. like that. My dad, my dad's really like really into music, but he never forced it on me. Um, I guess I kind of just like found the love for myself. Yeah, 
And I don't know if it runs in the family for my dad, but <laughs> I definitely have always loved it, like truly loved it. And you can hear it with my you can hear it with my records that I truly love it. Well, you said you wrote your first record at nine. Yeah, on my own. Yeah, and it was about things you hadn't gone through. What was it? Um, I was talking about you know stuff that I was hearing on the radio at a young age. Like I was just hearing it from the other people, and I was like making it my own in a way. Okay. And writing about it in my own way. I get that. Yeah. Do, like, do you see what you want to write about? Like, how did the idea for Splash even exist, or did it just start with one rhyme? Like- well, I, I realized I was making a bunch of records and putting them on SoundCloud that were very like, um, you know, what what's popular today. And I was like, you know what? I'm cussing a lot in these records. I want to make something that's like, that can be here for a while. Something that can be mainstream and something that can really, you know, I want to make a smash. And I was like, I want to make a smash. So I took a beat off YouTube and um, just tried my hardest to write something that was mainstream. And I did it in 15 minutes. And that was, so like Drop Top, like you've heard people say Drop Top before. So you're like, this is something. People tweet this. It literally just, it wasn't, it's not like a thinking, it's literally just, it just flows out of me, bro. Like, there's no way to, like, it's not like I'm hearing stuff from other people and I'm, like, still making it my own. It's like literally. No, you're living and then just. It's like I'm living it. I'm living the experiences. Now I'm living the experiences. So I get, I'm writing about, you know, things that I'm going through and the music's becoming better and better the more I experience things. What fuels your confidence? That's, like, the biggest thing about you is your confidence. Right. Be, um, Failure. Failure. Okay. Why? You can still be confident and fail. Right. But right? Con- conf- my true confidence, self-awareness of who I am came from, came from failure. Came from, came from messing up and learning from mistakes and being aware of the fact that I've already learned from this. I can kind of carry myself better. It w- I, can carry, I can feel better about myself because I know that I've experienced life. Is there... A mistake that stands out to you as like one of the most vital or most impactful? Um, not really. I mean, I'm only 20 years old. I really haven't done anything I've, crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, just just things like just little things, you know, like relationships I've yeah. I've been in and things like that. Where you know, I I've had dark times in my life, like relationships and stuff like that. So, um, being being in situations where it's not the best and just overcoming them makes you confident because you know that you know whatever try whatever kicks you down you know you're gonna get back up exactly and you you haven't you knowing that it just you know what i'm saying it's like you just go through life happy like that well for me at least i do you know i get that because really you can have a collection of little tiny failures mm-hmm. call them whatever you want mistakes whatever and um you still have the opportunity to learn from all of them yeah. and then you know collect all of that and be better next time yeah um, and th- yeah, that's at 20 years old. You got confidence. <laughs> are, are you? It's good and it's needed, obviously. Right. But it's always a balance. Yeah, it's always a balance. Yeah, I know I'm not perfect, like at all, and that's what that's also what makes me confident, because I know I don't have to be perfect. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't want to be perfect. I just want to be me. Would you consider yourself a SoundCloud rapper? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Not at all. It's like, not on SoundCloud anymore. Nah. Um, but you still put stuff on SoundCloud, right? Yeah. Oh. So what's, what? Why? But because the term SoundCloud rapper comes from a place of, um, to me, it's a category still. That that's still a category to me, of like people who, you know, do the do the drug like the lean and stuff okay. and like they have the colored dreadlocks and <laughs> you look at me, I'm not that. I'm a kid from Indiana who had a dream and um, I'm fortunate enough to be here. So I feel like I'm an artist. 
I know I'm an artist. And um, when it's all said and done, I won't be known as a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You said you're not. You want to be. You're an artist. So what do you? What does that mean? SoundCloud rappers. Well, artist to me, artist to me is like, um, artist is more than just the music. Uh, and I'm not just a rapper. Okay. I'm more than that. I'm. I'm like you said. You said. Um. What ma- What music are you making? Your rap. Is it rapping? Is it singing? Is it? The reason you're asking that question is because I'm. I'm. I'm art. I'm an artist that 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 question in your head that makes you wonder what I am that's art to me you feel me and what I'm making is art um, it's just with songs you know I totally understand it yeah I, I, would you consider SoundCloud rapping or little pumps music everything on SoundCloud's music is that everything art? yeah yeah 100% uh, to me it's art I know a lot of people might not agree with that but I feel like anything any music is art any music um, but to be called a SoundCloud rapper, um, it's just kind of like, I think that's kind of like whack. Like when people, because people on SoundCloud, not all of them are talking about the lean and stuff. Mm, yeah. And not all of them, all of them, most of them have a dream. Just like I did. I started off on SoundCloud. I love SoundCloud. You feel me? So, um, I feel like SoundCloud rapper thing is, is pretty whack. Well, the, the bigger you get, are you going to try to like distance yourself from that area like if Lil Pump or like Lil Skies or someone or Lil Zan wanted to I just said a bunch of Lil's wanted to make a <laughs> song, I just realized those are the three I picked wanted to make a song with you like would you do it or if you did it would you think people would be like alright just two SoundCloud rappers or two well, young kids on SoundCloud coming together why not why not you know um, I lo- like I said I love music bro I-, I love all those guys you just named every artist out there like I-, I love music so I listen to everything every genre everything um I'm always down and open to talk, conversate about anything, you know? Mm-hmm. You, I love to make music with anybody. Well, does that, do collaborations in general scare you because you're used to doing it so much on your own? No. Do you know that it works when you're alone? I mean, no, collaborations don't scare me. Um, it's just, whatever, if I like it, I'm going to hop on it. I'm going to ask to be on it. If I don't, I'm not. Yeah, but what about somebody coming on your record? Um, that's, we got I mean, egos. If, it, if, it, if, it, if they sound good, that's fine. Like, remix it, like. If it sounds good, hop on it. Could you be in another room writing with somebody? Can you write with another person? Heck yeah, I'm all like, bro. I love music. Like just being in the vi- just being in that vibe and coming from where I came from. Situations like that are very rare, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And to know that I have the opportunity and I'm blessed to be in that situation, I'm gonna walk in that room and be ecstatic. Like, yeah, yeah I'm hype. Let's make the best thing we can make. Your gratitude is going to lead the way. It's not going to be your <laughs> ego in that moment yeah. or confidence. Yeah. It's cool. Why did you decide to get rid of all your stuff from SoundCloud? Um, Because, you know, I'm saying, like, that was more of a team decision. Hocus you know Pocus and stuff. Like, yeah. th- that first era. Yeah, that's more of a team decision. Maybe um, we're going to release it in the future mm. on a more um, sophisticated, in a more specific... S- sof- ugh, uh, <laughs> sophisticated. <laughs> sophisticated. There you go. Specific, whatever. Whatever. Um way and um you know what i'm saying and we can actually push the record those are songs i was just throwing on there you know what i'm saying so i have so much music bro it's like i have like three thousand songs whoa three thousand yeah on a hard drive all different from one another before i was even doing it before i knew anybody that i know now like two thousand three thousand something somewhere around there by the way i just want to say something you and a lot of other people who get signed from absolutely nothing have that in common Right? That we have a lot of music? Yes. You create no matter what. Mm-hmm. You create no matter how many people are listening on the other end. Yeah. You create because you need to create. It's not for any 
other purpose besides getting it out of your system. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? I understand you 100%. Um, I love, like, for me, music is like, like I said, it flows out of me. And, like, whatever I'm going through, you know, like LeBron James, like, whenever he was young, he would talk about, you know, his escape from reality. Sometimes you need an escape would be basketball. And, you know, that's part of what made him great. Me, my escape was music. Me, that that was me, like, loving something and having a genuine love for something. It was music. It still is. So having that many records, so, so to some people it might be like, oh, my God, that's so much. How does he make that much? That's so much time and effort. When you love it, that's nothing. You're also making a song, like, every 30 minutes. <laughs> so it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. But, but to a label looking to sign somebody... All they're going to look at is money that we don't have to spend to create originals. Right. Let's go back into the 3,000. Let's see what we got here mm-hmm. and let's beef them up. Right. I'm sure that's what they said to you. I mean. Is it somebody's job to listen to all those songs I on mean, your team? somebody, man. I guess somebody, man. But um, honestly, I'm just so fortunate to even have conversations with labels. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just very thankful and very, very honored, you know? Did you bring Splash forward, or did they recognize Splash out of everything you had given them? Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand you 100%. Who acknowledged the potential in the song? Um, Charlie Walk. Yeah. Mm. Charlie Walk. His ear. <laughs> he's legendary. Yeah, he's and an amazing ear. I love that man. That man's amazing. That man's awesome. Um, Charlie heard the, heard the record on my SoundCloud, and it had like 20,000 plays. And... You know, I had a, I have songs with millions of plays, but he was like, that's, that's a smash. Get that off of there right now. We're putting that out. Yeah. And um, we did that, and I'm just so, like, I, I'm thankful, bro. I'm so thankful. Like, even being here, I'm just like, wow. You know, it's so real. It's awesome. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, you got that call, somebody saying, like, hey, like, we want to sign you or we want to work with you. That's, like, the phone call that everybody dreams of getting. Yeah, yeah. So, so what was it like when you got it? It was a moment. It was beautiful. It was bliss. It was one of those things that I'll, I'll always remember for the rest of my life. Did you and I wouldn't it? want it in any other way. Like, did you believe it when you first got it? Um, I believed it because I felt like I earned it. But at the same time, it was still unbelievable. <laughs> still <laughs> unbelievable. It. And it happened when I least expected it, you know? Where were you at in life when you got that phone call? I was working at a burger joint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just moved back from Las Vegas because I got fired from... Um, star Starbucks. What, what? I got fired from Starbucks from taking numbers. From, <laughs> I was asking girls for numbers on the job, and I got fired. And you were living in Vegas. I was living in Las Vegas. How'd you get to Vegas? My aunt, my aunt, let me move in with her, and uh, she knew that she had heard she had heard the music I was making, and I quit my job at UPS in Louisville, Kentucky. It was a crappy job. It was horrible. What were you were you delivering or working overnights? I was I was working I was working at night night shift and yeah. I was, it was horrible. It was like nine to five, and it was just me loading boxes, bro. That is UPS's prime time, bro. It, but that I'm thankful for it though. Like I'm thankful for it because it built, it helped mold me into the person I am today. Every time I see a UPS truck, it it makes me, it makes, it makes me realize like stay humble. It's like a sign to me like. It could be so different, so mm-hmm. be thankful. Yeah, that, that's important. Yeah, Important to stay grounded as you mm-hmm. keep the journey moving forward. Grounded. Yeah. You know what's crazy? When I was working at Burger Joint job, I haven't really told nobody this. So I know you guys are like, oh my God, what's funny to say? Exclusive. So, so the Burger Joint was new, right? And so there was a long line every day I was working there. 
and there was I was not they put me at the register um and that's the only job I worked there um and there would be a long line wrapped around the building and there would be days where I'd be like oh my god so many people it's getting annoying but then I flipped it I flipped my mindset and was like let me pretend like these people are doing a meet and greet and I'm signing autographs <laughs> so every person get out of here every person in my mind I would in my mind mentally call me crazy mm-hmm. but I would be like I would be so nice to them and so genuine to them because I would believe that they were a fan of mine and that that's how I want to be when I make it and th- this is preparing me for that and I just kept telling myself this is preparing me this is this is a sign it's coming and it came I hope that one, one, if not many of those people who you had that interaction with at the burger joint, one day sees your face either on a do. billboard or an album cover, yep. and they remember manifesting. It's a you, you kind of manifested that, right? Like you're manifesting success in a way. Like you're putting yourself in a mindset. Call it, call it, it whatever you want, bro. You're feeling it. I'm just thankful, bro. It's just a great way to look at life. Yeah, it's just a very beautiful way to look at life. What else do you see yourself doing? And accomplishing more more than just music like i i want to be in movies and stuff like that like I, i'd love to get into that you know um acting getting acting and stuff like that but um i, I want to like help the community um communities i should say i want to i want to make the world a better place um aside from music but i don't want to do it with cameras i don't i don't plan on doing it with cameras i'd rather if you if you hear about it you'll probably hear it from somebody else i don't ever want it to be broadcasted if I do it from my heart, I want it to be from my heart. That's you're not just gonna do it for Instagram. Yeah, I'm not. You'll never catch me posting on Instagram like giving somebody a dollar. I mean, that's yeah. cool. But some I get it, but like that's not me. It's selfish selflessness. I don't even want to call it that because it could. You know, some people are unknowing of what they what they what they could be doing. Um, and I feel like everybody has their own way. And I feel like, you know, I don't want to put anybody down. This is just my way of just doing it without the cameras. It's cool. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Do you plan on getting rich from this record splash? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because um, you, it's all you, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, Are you you're but, the only but writer? Being, but being rich throughout life, what I realized one thing is, is that there's two there's two forms of rich to me, like of wealth. There's the wealth with the money, and there's the wealth with you, with who you are, and how you carry yourself. The wealth with wealthy in your heart, and of course, I want money. Of course, I want to be wealthy, but. I don't want to forget the fact that I also want to have wealth in my heart and to spread that in my own way, you know? Yeah, I get but it. But I do plan on being pretty pretty rich, but, you know, it's not all about the money to me. It, this is like a compliment. You got, like, this cocky confidence to you, but you're also very humble at the same time. <laughs> it's like... It's cool. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a good mixture. I hope it's not too cocky. No, no, it's not. It's like you're very confident in yourself. Like, I can do this, this, and this, but at the same time, you're like, I don't want people to, you know, see me doing all these nice things. I just want to be me. Yeah. It's cool. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Uh, excited to watch your rise, man. Uh, excited to watch your journey. I think Splash is a quality record. I Thank think you. it's a game-changing record for you, obviously. Yeah. Um, any fears about the record? Any? Is there any part of you, honestly, like, can you handle bad feedback yeah. on your music? Yeah. Like I said, failure is, like, one of my favorite things. Like, I love to fail because I... Every time I fail, I learn from it and it makes me better. So when someone tells me something like, I think you should do this or this is better for you or I'm not going to be like, nah, nah, nah. Like I said, I don't like to think I know too much because that's how you that's how you become stuck. You know what I mean? And I I feel like the way you keep evolving um, with who you are um, is through, you know, knowing that 
knowing that you're not perfect and that there is tons of things that you can add to your, you know, put in your bag, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you should never be, you should never stop learning and growing and evolving for the better. Mm-hmm. Let's role play here. Uh, I'm a program director. I'm a record label executive. <laughs> Hello there, Ty James. Thank you for coming in. I like your record Splash, but it sounds very much like Post Malone. Mm. What do you, well, uh, do you think you have your own lane that's not Post Malone? How do you handle that? I'd be like, thank you, first of all, because I love Post Malone. <laughs> I'd be like, thanks. I'd be like, thank you. It sounds um, too much like Post Malone. It's hard to, you know, you can't, you only have so many slots on the radio. You know, how many Post Malone right. sounding guys can we right. have out here? I'd be like, well, I'd be like, um, first of all, thank you, because I love Post Malone. But I'd be like, um, honestly, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm making Ty James records, and, you know, I don't think it sounds too much like Post, but if it does to you, I mean, Post is doing pretty well, so wouldn't say I'm that's that's not that bad to me like I love Post Malone we believe Post Malone has uh really given us a model to follow but Mm. we want uniqueness right well I have 3,000 other records I'd like you to hear (laughs) (laughs) that's what I say and then I go that's amazing I'm gonna buy your catalog right now you're gonna save us money in the long run shout out to Posty though shout out to Posty I got 3,000 other records I would love to do a song with Post Malone like that's like on my list Post Malone's crazy dope I'm, I'm trying to like wrap my mind around what that could sound like. Beautiful, especially for the mu- for the for music, it would be fantastic. It would be beautiful. When it's time for you to write a record, do you like s- focus and like set a time aside, or does it just hit you randomly and you have to just you know strike while the iron is hot? Well, something that I'm happy about is that music runs through me. I literally breathe, sleep, and eat music like are you up. hearing music right now in your head in my head right now like this conversation i'm adding it to my bag of experience that i can just write about you better put me in a song <laughs> all right got you that's one of the things i have not had that happen in my life yet it's on mm. my you bucket can't list. ask for it well now i did yeah well i'm manifesting it. no it counts it counts it counts. thank he's you he's manifesting it <laughs> come on let me be anyway it, it's running through you mm-hmm. um What's the question again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you do you set time aside to like focus and write, mm-hmm. or like when it comes, you gotta like shut everything? I'm else always, I'm always, literally, I'm always making music. Like I could be in my bed, like whenever I feel like it, honestly. But I feel like it all the time. Like that's the crazy thing is that I just, I just love the fact that whenever I want to, whenever I feel like it, I can make music, and it doesn't feel like a job because I love it, and it's always amazing songs. Special. Has the success of this song, like, has any other big name rappers or other artists reached out to you? Um, no, not. I haven't had that cosign yet, but I'm I'm praying it's, it comes. Like, I can't wait for the day that, you know, somebody like Drake hits me up, like, "Yo, I love you, bro," because Drake is like my hero, bro. Okay, so so Drake would be number one on that list. Yeah, number one easily. Like the same way Drake looked up to Jay is the same way I look up to Drake. That's my hero. Like that's my guy. Wow. Well, what do you think he's done for music? That allows you to have he a made better shot. He made singing and rapping at the same time, hot. And I feel like mm-hmm. um, he changed the game. He did, hundred percent. And it also like we relate a lot because not because we're light skinned, obviously. Yeah, I, I <laughs> but you were gonna say, <laughs> but Wait, he, he his dad was a big part of his life, just as well as mine. Like his dad was a huge part of his his success. His dad was actually the one to tell him, him start singing. Start singing and rapping at the same time. And look at his dad now, an icon. He's an icon. Are Drake's gonna, an icon. Are you going to start pimping your dad out the same way? Put him in suits? I'm not going to pimp my dad. I don't know if that sounds right. <laughs> Put him out pimp. on billboards? <laughs> Dude, his I'm dad has pimp. every sort of product. I want my dad I want my dad to just 
be chill. You know, if my dad wants anything, he knows my my number. And <laughs> my family, one thing about me is I want to make sure my family is good. And I, I'm making sure of that. That's, hey, priority. Yeah. Truly. Look at that. Drake, you really did lay some groundwork for you. Yeah. Drake, then. I want, I, want, I want Drake to look at me and be like, that's the first guy that I'm seeing that reminds me of me. Wow. Okay. Hopefully I can be that guy. But if not, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm cool, but... I would love for Drake to hit me up. Like, that would... I will cry. I wonder if he's seen that in anybody else before. Maybe. Uh, I mean, but, like, I, ra- like, literally listened to... I've listened to all of Drake's music, and, like, I've literally studied that man. What love have you Drake. learned from him? I've learned um, the Hennessy and Enemies is one hell of a mixture. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Amen. No, no, I've learned, I've learned from Drake that, um... <laughs> That you should stay versatile and you shouldn't put yourself in a box because Drake makes a lot of music, a lot of different music, and he's at the top. Yeah. He's shaped culture in the most insane ways. Yeah. I love Drake. It's remarkable. Ty James, good hanging out with you, sir. Hey, thank you, man. I'm just, I'm just so, I'm happy to be here just as, just as much as you guys are happy to see me. I'm happy to see you. So it's always love. Means a lot. Uh, Final thought, Dan? No, I think we covered a lot. Do you yeah. think Ty James is going to be a superstar? I think I think he has potential. My guy, yeah. Confidence is key. Yes, sir. Yeah. Dan Zolot's seal of approval means not a ton. But you are going to be... <laughs> hey, that's just one more person, right? Yo. Every fan counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it counts, bro. <laughs> nah, man, you're about to go on. You're already on an incredible journey. I, I cannot wait to continue to watch it. Uh, come back. This mm. is going to be the first of many conversations. I feel it. I yeah, know it. Of course. Um, it's always love, bro. I would love to come back to have another one. Yeah. Studio is always open for you. It's lit, yeah. And remember, you are in the presence of greatness. Stan Zolot himself. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. I love the hair, by the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Jesus. My hair was actually just purple. I, I saw I that on the internet. Yeah. What happened? You buzz it off? Change the color? I changed. I just it's just hair, so you know. Fresh look. Yeah, fresh look. Um, so it's doing, just doing me. hair. Just hair. It's just hair. But does it symbolize something bigger usually? Mm-mm. No, well, not for me. I mean, I've always been coloring my hair since I was a kid. Like, just having fun. You know, you take life too serious, you won't have fun with it. You only got one life, so. Amen. Beautifully said. Dan, you're, you're welcome again for the pink hair. I appreciate it. <laughs> Ty James, everybody. All right. Splash. Listen to it. Melodies as well. Thanks Thank for hanging out, man. Yep. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.